Welcome to the Awakening Podcast Network. Get ready for an inspiring audio from this cutting-edge voice. You can find more podcasts at awakeningpodcasts.com. A reset of the prophetic movement is upon us. The second wave of prophets is rising in this hour. We stand at the edge of a new era in the prophetic. We're gathering the international prophetic community at the Global Prophetic Center, a hub for prophetic training, prophetic labs, summits, networks, and lighthouses. It's time for prophets to go deeper. It's time for seers to soar. It's time for prophetic voices to rise up and decree what says the Spirit of God with accuracy that causes the world to pay attention. The Global Prophetic Center offers proven prophetic systems and structures to equip you to walk worthy of your calling and to prophesy with precision, boldness, diplomacy, and wisdom. Get hands-on training and mentoring in a safe environment that breeds true prophetic community and learning. Receive impartation and activation. Sharpen your gift and avoid prophetic pitfalls. Get commissioned. Get networked. Get sent out with the word of the Lord in your mouth and the confidence to release it. Begin your journey today by applying at globalpropheticcenter.com. Good morning, everyone. Jennifer LeClaire here with you, Senior Leader of the Awakening House of Prayer global movement. This is Mornings with the Holy Spirit, and we're pressing into the presence and the power of God every day. Listen, real quick, if you're in the region, I want you to stop by my church. We have a church in Fort Lauderdale, Awakening House of Prayer, and we're there 1047 a.m. and 115 p.m., two services, two encounters, two messages. Stick around, check it out if you can't come in person. If you're not around our city, join us online at www.ahop dot online and tap into those messages each and every week amen you can become a web church member and access my virtual life group where i'm teaching and training you we're doing bible study together discussing the word and of course you get access to all my teaching archives from waking a house of prayers history all there for you at www.ahop.com online. Before I forget, I want to tell you about how you can get a 21-day devotional uh, that I have put out there. It's out there for you now. It is at jenniferleclair.org slash 21 days. You can download this free devotional, Start Your Transformation Now, 21 Days with the Holy Spirit. You're going to want to get on that. It's absolutely free. I just want to bless you. It's time to start the new season right Amen. God is good. Today, I'm reading from a devotion called Mornings with the Holy Spirit, a devotional called Mornings with the Holy Spirit, listening daily to the still, small voice of God. And today's devotion is titled, Pray Like a True Disciple. Pray like a true disciple. And here's what I heard the Lord say. I enjoy the ministry of intercession. I like listening to your prayers. I love watching you press in to see Father's will come to pass on the earth as it is in heaven, says the Lord. Jesus taught his disciples to pray. His prayer is not a formula for answers to prayer, but it is a pattern for purposeful prayer that brings results, says the Spirit of Grace. Open your Bible to the Lord's Prayer once again. 
and allow me to show you how to pray like a true disciple of Jesus. You'll discover that the prayer enriches your personal petitions and intercession that unlocks Father's will in his timing, sometimes in ways you never would have imagined, says the Holy Spirit. Amen. God is good all the time. Pray like a true disciple. Hmm. Matthew 6, 9 through 13, Mark eleven twenty four, Luke 18, 1 are the scripture references for today. Now I want to read you the prayer starter from the devotional. I want to be more effective in prayer. Will you teach me to pray? Give me revelation about the Lord's prayer. I will embrace it all my days. Show me what to pray for, and I will partner with you in prayer. Give me a spirit of prayer and an anointing to pray more. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. Father, we give you praise this morning. We praise your holy name. You are so good that you don't just expect us to pray. You teach us to pray. You don't just teach us to pray. You inform our prayers. You don't just inform our prayers. You lead us and guide us through our prayers. You don't just lead us and guide us through our prayers. You pray through us, with us, when we don't know how to pray as we ought. You are an awesome God. (laughs) You don't just tell us to pray. You don't just teach us to pray. You hear our prayers and you answer our prayers. That is how good you are. You have given us a mechanism to touch heaven with the sound of our voice, with the cry of our heart. You have given us a pathway to release petitions that bring your will to earth, to our lives, to our families, to our cities, to earth as it is on heaven. You have set us up for success. You have made it possible for us to lay our hearts bare before you, showing you what it is that we long for. Help us, Lord. Not to be withdrawn from you. I I see that, Lord. Help us, Lord, to understand that we can be absolutely vulnerable in your sight. You know everything about us anyway. We don't have to pretend. We may have to pretend with some of our friends. We may have to pretend with some of our coworkers. Maybe we can't show them who we really are. Maybe it frightens us to be vulnerable with people because we've been hurt in the past. But we can be transparent with you, God. We can be vulnerable with you, God. We can lay it all before you, God. You already know it anyway. And you love us anyway. And you like us anyway, and you're not judging us. You're not looking down on us with disdain or disgust or disappointment. You're looking down on us with eyes of love, with arms stretched out, with a heart that understands and that wants to help. So, Father, we praise you this morning. Come on, can you praise him with me? We praise you this morning. We exalt you. There is no other God like you, no other God who is a wonderful counselor, no other God who promises to pour out wisdom when we find ourselves in difficult situations, when we don't know what to do, you'll show us what to do. When we don't know how to pray, you'll show us how to pray. When we don't know how to think, you show us how to think. You are just that good. You are so willing to help. You're a very present help in time of need. You're so willing to intervene in our circumstances. You're so willing to fight for us. You are so willing. You are so ready. You are so able. Father, thank you. 
We're not in this alone. We're not in this fight by ourselves. We're not fighting solo. The Lord of heaven's armies, you are on our side. If God is for us, who can be against us? Thank you, Lord. So we step on your side today. We know you're on our side. So we want to get on your side fully, completely. Surrendering our will to you, our ways to you, our thoughts to you. We surrender our will to you. Not our will, but your will be done. We want to be 100% on your side. No agreement with the enemy whatsoever. No second guessing, no double-mindedness, no doubt, no fear, no unbelief. We don't want to have anything of the world or the enemy that hinders our prayers, that hinders our progress. So we surrender our will to you because your will is better. <laughs> your will is greater. Your will, <laughs> your will is the safest place that we could be. Your will <laughs> Your will is the, is the most peaceful place we could be. Your will, it's your will that we want. So we surrender our will to you. Not our will, but your will be done. Come on, there's freedom in this. I said there's liberty in this. I can just literally see somebody breaking into a new level of intimacy with God right now through this prayer. Not my will, God. I put it on the altar. I put these issues, these problems, even these dreams on the altar. And I'm going to trust you, God, to give me back what I need to return to me what it is that you want me to have. You don't want me to have the worries. You don't want me to carry the cares of the world. Maybe I've, maybe I've gone astray. Maybe I've, come on, pray this with me. Maybe I've invested in something I should have invested in, a person, a place, a thing, a dream. Maybe I follow the desires of my heart instead of following the desires of your heart for me. God, we surrender all of it. We put it all on the altar because we trust you. You will burn away everything that hinders love, but you will never burn up anything that we need. Anything you want us to have, you'll never take it away. We surrender our will to you today. Come on, these are adult prayers. We surrender our will to you today. How about this? We surrender our thoughts to you today, God. Come on, we're going higher. We surrender our thoughts to you today, God. The questions that we ask ourselves that are self-destructive, the internal questions, those silent questions that only we hear ourselves asking ourselves. And sometimes we're so insensitive to what's going on in our own minds that we don't even understand the dangerous questions we ask ourselves that cause us to walk around with our heads hanging low instead of our heads held high those questions those inner questions what's wrong with me why do these people have to treat me this way these questions these incessant questions what is wrong with her what is wrong with him these judger questions lord we don't want to have thoughts like that thoughts where we're always Judging ourselves in an inappropriate way, judging others in an inappropriate way, judging you in an inappropriate way. Why didn't God come through for me? Why didn't God heal me? Why didn't God pay my bill this month? Why didn't God? We don't want to roll these questions, these unhelpful questions over and over in our minds. So we submit our thoughts to you. We submit our reasoning to you. 
We submit our imagination to you, that imagination that runs wild off deep, dark paths where we're not supposed to roam. We submit our imaginations to you. We, su- we submit our intellect with you, w- w- to you. We don't have to have it all figured out. Would you help us, God, to stop thinking that we've got to have it all figured out before we take a step forward? Would you help us, God, to stop insisting that we have all the answers before we'll say yes, before we'll venture out, before we'll say, let it be done to me according to thy will. That's what Mary said. She had thoughts. She had questions. She said, how can this be? The angel Gabriel said, you're going to have a a son. The Holy Spirit's going to overshadow you. She's like, I've never been with a man. What is this? How can this be? She asked in faith, not in doubt. She asked to learn and not to judge. So, Father, we submit our thoughts to you because your thoughts are higher than our thoughts. We want to have learner thoughts. Thoughts that lead us to the right answers. Thoughts that lead us to the solutions, to the problems that we face. We want to think those thoughts and ask ourselves those questions. How can I make it better? I just see that, Lord. Many of us are asking ourselves, why is my life so bad? Instead of asking ourselves, how can I make it better? Many of us are asking ourselves, why is my marriage just, we've just lost the the, the zing, we've lost the passion. What, what's wrong with my marriage? Instead of saying, what's right about my marriage? And how can I emphasize that? How can I pray into that? Pray into what's right instead of always praying about what is wrong. Strengthen what remains. God, would you help us today? Instead of, why is my child so rebellious? Let's ask ourselves this question. What is the purpose and the calling of my child? So I can pray into that. Father, help us to start asking ourselves the right questions. Help us, Lord, to to stop asking ourselves the judger questions and start asking ourselves the learner questions, the questions that lead us into answers, because those questions, the learner questions, they become prayers. They become petitions for wisdom. They become an open line to heaven because we're being creative. We're looking for solutions. Come on. We're prophetic solutionists. We want the answer. We don't want to assess the bad until that's all we can see. We want to be curious about what could be and how God could move. So, Father, we surrender. I hope you're getting this today. We surrender our thoughts to you. We surrender our thoughts to you completely. Your thoughts are higher than our thoughts. Your ways are higher than our ways. So we submit our ways to you. Come on. We surrender our ways to you. Come on. This is a morning of surrender. We're about to go higher. You know the way to get higher? Go lower. Surrender. Bow down. When you bow down, God will lift you up. I said, when you bow down, God will lift you up. I said, when you bow down... God will lift you up. It's humility that comes before honor. So, Lord, we submit our ways to you. I see that, Lord. (laughs) Oh, you won't like this. But the Lord just showed me. Listen, the Lord just showed me. Let me put it to you a little bit different way. There are many people out there who feel stuck. This is what the Lord showed me. I'm going to tell you what he said in a minute, but I need to preface it so that you don't reject it. Open your hearts right now. Open your minds to the prophetic utterance of God. Many of you feel stuck. 
If you're out there listening to me and you feel stuck, say amen. Many of you feel stuck in a rut. You feel stuck in a marriage. You feel stuck in a job. You feel stuck in something. You feel stuck in a church. You feel stuck financially. Maybe you feel stuck in a sickness. If you feel stuck, acknowledge that. Acknowledge that. Not to dwell on it, but to acknowledge it. Now, I'm going to give you a key that will set you free if you'll receive it. And I know it's a key that will set you free because the Holy Spirit just showed it to me. And it's going to require you to take some time and really think with God. It's Some of you will immediately have a illumination and you'll you'll get it. You'll run with it. Others will have to self-assess with the Holy Spirit later. Here's what the Holy Spirit's showing me. Listen, don't get mad at me now. Many of you feel stuck. Not be, Listen, not because of your situation. It's not really your situation. Hear me now. Many of you feel stuck. It's not really your situation. It's not really your marriage. You have to start asking yourself, why do I feel stuck really? Why am I feeling stuck really? Because it's not maybe, you know, maybe it's not your marriage. Maybe it's not your rebellious kids. Maybe it's not the, the junkie job. Why do I feel stuck really? And the Lord said, some of you are feeling stuck because you're stuck in your ways. The Lord said, some of you are feeling stuck because you're stuck in your ways. It's not really your marriage. It's your ways. It's not really your job. It's your ways. It's not really that life is mundane. It's your ways. And if you would change your ways, you wouldn't feel stuck. Try doing something a new way. Try approaching your children a new way. Try looking at your marriage in a new way. You might feel stuck in your marriage. Well, what would you do if your husband died tomorrow? What would you do if your wife died tomorrow? Well, you'd, you'd, you'd wish they, you had them back, wouldn't you? Maybe they irritate the snot out of you, but if they died tomorrow, you would mourn and grieve and cry and be devastated and think about all the good times that you had together and can't believe now they're gone. But the enemy has some of you stuck in your ways. Some of you, you're, you know, 30, 40, 50 pounds overweight. Don't get mad at me now. I myself just lost 20 pounds because I went through Europe last year just eating scones and drinking heavy cream coffee and greasy French fries and all the things I knew not to do. You know, I didn't lose that 20 pounds until I changed my ways. I felt stuck. I felt like I couldn't lose weight. Nothing that I did worked. But when I sought the Holy Spirit for his way, he gave me a way. And when he gave me a way, what I realized was I had to change my way. God wants to fix your marriage, but he's not necessarily going to do it your way. You want your way. Your spouse wants their way. What is God's way to fix your marriage? If you're stuck, consider that maybe you need to stop looking to the outside what everybody else is doing. And start looking at your ways. What can you do? You can't control how somebody else acts. You can't control the way somebody else behaves. You can't control that. So why, why, why keep beating your head against that wall? Only thing you can control is your ways. Come on. Come on. I'm life coaching you right now. I got my life coach hat on. Amen. 
So Father, would you help us today? Because your ways are higher than our ways. So we submit our ways to you. And we know we've got some ways that aren't right. We think in ways that aren't right. We talk in ways that aren't right. We make decisions in ways that aren't right. We know that we have some ways that aren't right. Bible says every way seems right to a, to the person in every, every you know to a man every way seems right in the man of, in, in the eyes of man but the Lord judges so father we submit our ways to you help us to start looking at our problems in a new way and asking different questions help us to start looking at our marriages in a, in a, in a, in a new way in a different light and ask you what is your way to reconcile our friendships, our, 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 our workplace, help us, Lord. What is your way? Those of you with financial issues, God, what is your way out of this debt? Stop sowing into all these get-rich-quick schemes and ask God, what is your, I got out of debt. You know how I got out of debt? I asked God to show me the way, and now I have no debt. Lord, show me the way. And he'll lead you to resources. He'll lead you to people. He'll lead you to ideas. So, Father, we thank you. We thank you, Lord. We're glad that your ways aren't like ours because your ways are better. Your ways are higher. Your ways are awesome. So help us to see your way. Lord Jesus, you are the way. So help us to, to remember to look up to you. Not just in a way of admiration. I look up to you, Jesus. Not just in a way of admiration, but help us to look up to you for the way. Since you are the way, you know the way, you have the way. It's all about you, Jesus. You blaze the trail. You know everything. So help us to look to you and ask you, what is the way out of this mess? And stop asking our question, self-questions. Well, why does everybody always betray me? Maybe we should ask ourselves the question, why do I keep getting into relationships with people who betray me. When we ask ourselves different questions, we'll get different answers and the Holy Spirit will illuminate our mind and show us a better way. So we thank you and we praise you. We give you honor and glory this morning. There's no other God like you, no other God who is so willing to help, no other God who is so willing to intervene in our circumstances, no other God who is even capable these other idols, these other comforts, they all come to naught. They're worthless. You are our, our only good. You are our only good. You are the lifter of our head and the lover of our soul. And we praise you. And we thank you. We are grateful because you have given us a revelation this morning that could literally change the course of our life. And it doesn't have to take years. You could show us one thing. You did show us one thing today. But if we adopt it, if we surrender our will, our thoughts, and our ways. You got it? We surrender our will, our thoughts, and our ways to you. Sanctify us, God. In Jesus' name. Amen and amen. Come on, let's go higher. I got more to pray. There was a time when... You remember uh, the members of the Sanhedrin, Philip had just given his discourse, and basically pointed them to Jesus and said, you crucified him. And the Bible said 
that when they heard about it, they were furious and gnashed their teeth at him. Can you imagine? They ground their, they were enraged and they ground their teeth at him. Can you imagine? I mean, just get a picture of that. I mean, they were like acting like animals. I mean, they're grinding their teeth. You know how bad that hurts? They had to have a demon. You know they had a demon. Nobody who's not demonized would reject the Lord Jesus Christ. They had a demon of unbelief or they had a demon of doubt or they had a religious demon. In this case, they had religious spirits. The Bible says that when the council members, heard, it was Stephen, not Philip, forgive me. When the, when the council members heard Stephen's speech, they were angry and furious. They ground their teeth at him in anger. They gnashed their teeth at him. That means they were really, 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 really angry. Another translation says that they were, uh, they were, they were, a riot, they went wild and they were a rioting mob of catcalls and whistles and invective. They were cursing him. They were infuriated. There are times when the enemy literally in the spirit is gnashing his teeth at you. The enemy is just gnashing. He's just furious. And it's almost like he's at a loss for words because you've just gone somewhere in the spirit that he was preventing you, trying to prevent you from going. He's angry because you chose to walk in love. <laughs> you chose to turn the other cheek. Come on. You chose to bless those who curse you. Come on. You chose to go the extra mile. You chose to let somebody defraud you instead of taking them to court. And the enemy is so mad when you return good for evil that he gnashes his teeth at you. The enemy is so mad when you step into your, guess what? Guess what? Let him gnash his teeth. Let him gnash his teeth. Let him go ahead and go. Let him go for it. Let him go for it. Let him go for it. Here's the thing. If you're sensitive to the spirit, you can hear the enemy's teeth gnashing. If you're sensitive to the spirit, you can hear him in the spirit gnashing his teeth. The good thing is while he's gnashing his teeth, he can't talk at the same time. So we want to just understand that when the enemy is gnashing his teeth at us, when he's that furious with us, we don't have to be afraid of him. It means we've done something right. You want to keep doing what you're doing. Here's what I've learned. The enemy will attack you. There's two, basically two main times when the enemy will attack you. The enemy will attack you when you're doing something right and when you're doing something wrong. You're never going to escape retaliation completely till Jesus comes back. You're never going to completely escape uh, uh, spiritual warfare until Jesus comes back. So if I'm going to get attacked, right, if I'm going to have spiritual warfare, if I'm going to face, uh, you know, obstacles, I would rather be attacked for doing something right than doing something wrong. You know why? Because when I'm doing something right, God is surrounding me. He is my shield and my buckler. When I'm doing something right, when I'm walking in the fear of the Lord, when I return good for evil, then the angels of God are encamped around me. When I do something right, amen, God is on my side and he is fighting for me. If God is for me, then who can be against me? Amen. If I get attacked because I'm doing something wrong, if I get persecuted because I'm doing something wrong, God is still good. He's gracious. He's merciful. But we have to suffer many times some of the consequences of our actions. So when you hear the enemy gnashing his teeth at you, don't be afraid and step back from doing what's right. 
When you hear the enemy gnashing it, when you know the enemy is mad as hell, when you understand that he is furious with you, do not stop what you're doing. Don't stop doing the good because you will break through to another level of authority. You will break through to another level of peace, of joy. You will break through. You will break through. You will break through. And he's trying to stop you from a breakthrough. So Father, in the name of Jesus, would you help us today to keep on pressing? Would you help us today, oh God, to keep on pushing forward in your will, despite what the devil says, despite what the devil thinks, despite the gnashing of teeth, despite the persecution, would you give us that perseverance, God, today? That even when we know the devil's mad, we see he's counterattacking. We see there's retaliation. We see there's obstacles. We see he's causing people around us to lose their minds. We see that he's causing our kids to act up against us on Sunday morning on the way to church. We see it. We see it. We see. We hear. And we see the enemy is gnashing his teeth at us and getting ready to pick up stones to throw at us. Would you help us, Lord, to keep going down the narrow path, to keep submitting our thoughts, our wills, and our ways to you? Would you keep help, help us, God? to keep on pressing through, to keep on going forth because there is an ordained breakthrough. And that is why the enemy is so mad. Ultimately, he's not mad just because you took a little ground. He's mad because you're about to take back what he stole. I said, the devil is not just mad because you're about to take a little bit of ground. He's mad because you're going to take back what he stole. Come on. I said one more time. Somebody write this down. I said, he's not mad because you're going to take a little bit of ground. He's mad because he's about to take, you're about to take Take back what the devil stole. Come on. Can you see it? Can you see it? Can you see it? They were mad at Stephen because he was preaching the gospel and a lot of people were about to get saved. The devil was mad because some of the souls that he had in bondage that were going to hell were about to get delivered. The devil was mad at Stephen's preaching because people were going to believe in the Lord Jesus Christ and they were going to be delivered from the kingdom of darkness into the kingdom of light. The devil was mad because he knew he was about to lose these captives. The devil's not just mad because you're going to take a little ground. Sometimes he'll let you take a little ground. He doesn't want you to take back what he stole. You can take some ground, and then if you don't have your weapons, or you know, your body armor on, you take a little ground, he just takes it back. He doesn't really mind you take a little bit of ground. He doesn't want you to take back what he stole. He wants to keep stealing. He'll let you get an inch, and then he'll take a mile. I said, the devil will let you get an inch. He'll let you move forward an inch, but then he wants to take a mile. He wants to, 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 to cause you to, to let your guard down. You're running towards your wild dream. He wants you to let your guard down so that he can take back the ground you took and more. So when the devil starts gnashing his teeth at you, don't you dare back down. Hey, hey, don't you dare back down. Don't you dare back down. You rise up and you push harder. When you hear that sound in the spirit, when you hear the taunts, when you hear the intimidation, when you hear the threats, don't you dare back up. You say, Lord, behold the enemy's threatenings. Now give me a spirit of boldness. In Jesus' name. Come on, God is good. If you got that today, shout amen as loud as you can. Amen. If you got it today, shout as loud as you can. Amen. Begin to wake up your neighbors. Amen. 
Do you understand that? That was by the spirit of God. I didn't know what I was saying or what I was praying. If the enemy, I can't even remember it. Somebody needs to write that down and send it to me. I can't remember what I said. He's not mad because of the, the uh, I can't remember something about the ground you took. He didn't want you to take back what he stole. Somebody needs to write that down and email the office. Don't back down. Hashtag don't back down. Hashtag don't back down. Come on. You're good. You're good. I was checking my systems over here. The systems are working fine. The worst thing you can do when I'm in the middle of prayer is start complaining that you can't hear. Because if I happen to catch that comment, it pulls me right out of the spirit. Then I start worrying that nobody can hear. So don't bother. Amen. Don't bother. Don't bother with it. Amen. Don't back down. Don't back down. You guys are champions. If you understood the authority you carry, and I know that you do, you're getting it more by more by more every day. You are more than conquerors. You are overcomers. You know what that means? There's going to be some things you're going to have to overcome. You wouldn't be called an overcomer if you didn't have to overcome anything. <laughs> Amen. You wouldn't be called a victorious warrior. God calls you victorious. He wouldn't call you victorious if there was nothing you had to gain victory over. So be encouraged. Be encouraged. Be encouraged. Be encouraged. Amen. Know that he is with you. He's never going to leave you. He's always going to be there when you need him. He's a very present help in time of need. Whatever you're going through, listen, I've been through all kind of hell. Believe me, I am sympathetic. I am empathetic to you, what you're dealing with. I care about it. Maybe you don't have anybody else that cares about what you're going through, but I care about what you're going through. I do. I can't personally minister to each single one of you. There's not enough hours in the day. I know sometimes people email, I'm desperate. I need to meet with you right now. I'm sorry. Chances are I'm not even in the country or I'm in the middle of a, a, a teaching or I, 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 but I, this is my way of, I, I, listen, I care. And I'm praying for you every day. I pray for you. Because you know this? Listen, I love you so much. I'm praying for you before I even get on the prayer broadcast every day. I pray for you even before I get on this prayer broadcast and pray for you. Amen. Because I do care. And I can't solve every one of your problems. I, I can't minister to each one of you individually. I have a church and I have, you know, prayer leaders and all sorts of things. But this is my way to sow into your life. And I hope it helps. I hope it helps. I hope it helps. Amen. I hope it helps. Hallelujah. If you think this broadcast will help somebody, why don't you tag them? If you think this broadcast will help some group that you're in, why don't you share it? You know, this is all about helping people. Amen. God is good. I want to tell you, I want to spend 30 seconds telling you how you can give. You don't have to give, but if you want to, you can. And you can do that at jenniferleclair.org slash donate. We do depend on your partnerships and your, your gifts to, to push out further into what God's called us to do. So if you believe in us now and again, as you're led by the Holy Spirit, sow a seed can do that at jenniferleclair.org slash give. You can use the cash app, dollar sign, I am Jennifer LeClaire. Cash app is dollar sign, I am Jennifer LeClaire. You can use uh, the text to give. Text the word pray to 754-701-2161. Text the word pray to 754-701-2161. 
You can use the PayPal, paypal.me slash Jennifer LeClaire. You can use the Venmo. Venmo is at Jennifer LeClaire. You can use the P.O. Box, P.O. Box 30563. You want to send anything that's not a electronic item, P.O. Box 30563, Fort Lauderdale, Florida, 33303. Remember that God is good. And I just pray that he would bless us indeed and enlarge our territory, that his hand would be with us, that he would keep us from evil, that we might not cause pain. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Have a great day. Bless you. You have gifts. God expects you to use them. If you need training to school your gift, log on to schoolofthespirit.tv. You'll find training in spiritual warfare, prophetic ministry, prayer, seers ministry, writing, and so much more. Go to schoolofthespirit.tv today. You want to go deeper? Get equipped to overcome and walk in God's purpose for your life at Awakening House of Prayer's online campus. You'll experience an online family, preaching, teaching, and prophetic impartation for victorious living. We have over a thousand members online hungry for what God is saying and doing in the earth. Visit ahop.online today and join our family. This has been a production of the Awakening Podcast Network. Jennifer LeClaire is the founder and owner of APN. Our heart is to inspire people and exalt Jesus with every broadcast. We're grateful for our advertisers and supporters that make these podcasts possible.